Susan Anna May, and I hope you all are having a wonderful day. I just wanted to let y'all know that I hope you support my podcast with the support. I may try to upgrade my podcast and my YouTube channel as well, so that would be great. I also hope that you enjoy this podcast and my content. Okay, today, the content could be a little more chore for audiences, so please, ask someone before listening to this video. It's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discussion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults or for those who get permission. Teachers like, dude, I haven't had my morning coffee. There was giant balloons everywhere. He was playing pranks. I'm not in the best of moods, so please lightly tread on like how you're gonna speak to me today, just to kind of like, you know, let them know that they're not like in a great mood. And now we're in, I want to say, a science class where they're wearing goggles and have creepy balloons. I mean, I don't like balloons. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother conversation. I will tell you the name of this movie later on, but I'm kind of giving you a description first, and then I'll try to slightly remember. But it starts out as a basic heist production. For all intents and purposes, this podcast today will be placing on very sensitive subjects. If you do not like that, please click away. If you want to hear about a sensitive subject in an interesting way, you can stay. Yes, this is a very sensitive subject. This is a disclaimer. I am not saying go ahead and do what these actions are in this movie. All I'm saying is I'm talking about a movie for Movie Monday and letting you all know, like, well, my opinion, I guess, but I'm not saying go out and do that because that would be insane. And if you have PTSD about certain things, I would not listen because this is a very sensitive subject and a movie. And, um, if you think what you're thinking, yeah. Oh, am I kidding? This is a sensitive subject about a movie about a school shooting. If you do not want to hear about this, please exit now. If you want to hear about a very interesting movie, and not because of the school shooting, but because of how it takes place, it is called Run, Hide, Fight. It's a very interesting movie in its own weird way.
color. Okay, this is a disclaimer for the movie Transpite High. It is a very sensitive subject. If you have PTSD or do not want to hear about school shootings, you may exit now. If you want to listen about a very interesting take on a school shooting, you can stay. You also, just a note, I am not saying to do that. Ever. That's very bad. Never do that. Like, just don't. School shootings are a very sensitive subject, and I find this movie interesting, not because of the school shooting, but the way they handled the school shooting. It definitely is a movie where you will be shocked at what is happening. I would also say that if you do not like this content today, you can leave. I don't want to have anyone freaked out. I'm giving you a disclaimer beforehand so you all know that this is definitely a sensitive movie. And I will be doing a disclaimer when I do Girls in the Basement and other movies like that. So, and if you are not adult approved, as the parent or guardian of four, listen to this podcast channel. Okay, let's get to it! Today's podcast is... Okay, so, I have Movie Monday. Today we're talking about Rhymes by Eye. It is a typical beginning to the movie. It's a typical high school day. It is a a typical high school day. One of the teachers was like, Okay, listen, I didn't get my morning coffee because the room is filled with balloons for senior pranks. I'm really not in the mood to deal with any rude behavior, so please tread lightly. Because, you know, some teachers need the coffee, they need that extra time to calm down. And let me tell you, as an adult, like, they do. And I think even some teenagers need their coffee because the day can tread so long. And now we're in a science class, I think. There's goggles and balloons. Now, I have watched this movie a while ago, so I do remember some things about it, but, like, it's been a while, so I'm going over, like, the details that I can find online about it with all of you. And I also picked this movie because I saw it on actual TikTok, and it got interesting because I was like, oh... Okay, that, like, there's some interesting parts about this movie that makes it so unique compared to others. I will be talking about other sensitive movies at some point, like Girl in the Basement, maybe Girl in the Box, Amber Alert. But, Rungs by Hyde is starting off as a basic high school day. You know, you go to class, you talk to your teachers, you learn... Maybe talk to friends. You have lunch. Okay, now a teacher noticed how Zodi, who was one of the main characters, isn't participating as much from a tragedy. I think it was her mom passed away. Or her dad passed away. No, it was a mom. It was a relative, I think, who passed away. And she kind of wanted to take over her. Which happens. Trust me. 
I lost my mom at age eight. It is not easy to be like, when, and I'm guessing she was a teenager when this happened, or you could be, so that's even harder. And right now they're in the cafeteria, she's eating with her best friend, and yeah, the cafeteria is the worst place between that and I think the library to be in this situation when it comes up. Because, like, where is there something that he hid and stuff? That was always, like, one of my things in high school. Like, where do you hide when you're in that situation? I've had plenty of times where we've had to hide. Or we've had to go outside because of other problems. Because it does happen. It's happened for quite a while now. And, you know, we have those drills in place. But in the cafeteria is one of the harder ones, I believe. And I think the library as well. Because there's not that many extra points or places to hide. So it's one of those places you just don't want to be. So, her best friend asked her to the prom. And it freaked her out. And he's like, well, think of it as, like, a friend thing. Think, like, oh, I could go and, like, make fun of people. And then he's just like, please don't sit down on me because she was, he's like, it, it just seems weird. I think it creeps out her, like, her. And I don't know if she does or not because, like, I think with her mom passing away, she's kind of freaked out. She's wearing, like, she wears this coat throughout the entire movie, and it gets mentioned, like, she wears it all the time, and people make fun of her. But I think it was, like, either her dad's coat or her mom's coat, and especially her, because she just wears it all the time. Or it was the dad's coat, give it to the mom, and then she wears it. And right now, because he spilled something on her coat, she is now going to the bathroom. Let me tell you, that's a really good bad thing all in one right there being in the bathroom at this point is good for her but also very bad because bathrooms are another like worst one to be in and this poor dude's like i'm so sorry like i did not mean to freak you out i was just trying to be like friends and like invite you and let you have some fun i know like it's hard with Everything that happened, and I felt so bad because, like, he was just trying to be nice, but she also just finds it awkward, and I'm like, yeah, that can happen. Proms can be a confusing time for some people. For me, I went to prom twice. I went with my boyfriend at the time, when he was in prom, and I was a sophomore. Then I went my junior year with, uh, Jade's biological father. I was pregnant at the time, so it wasn't that easy. I did not go in the senior year because, honestly, after having a kid and being in school and already going to two proms, like, I didn't have money for, like, a limo or any of that. I barely had money for a dress, so I was like, why did I waste the third time to go? And it was just, like, really weird 
and I was still with Jade Bell at the time, so at the same point, like, he didn't want to go, and he's like, do we need to waste all this money to go? And I'm like, no. Let's go do something different. It's like, let's go to the beach or something. Wild World, let's go to the Hobart, let's go to another place. So we went to the beach. But Tom could be a big deal, but I think he's just trying to be nice, and she's just a little freaked out by it. But I do find it kind of, like, sweet that he's trying to, like, get her to do something. It's Okay, I think I said her name was Zoe. Yeah, Zoe. So she's in the bathroom now. A girl was hiding something in the ceiling, because sometimes they have, like, little flaps. And then the girl, like, pushed on her, and she had studs on. They do cuss in this movie, which I find... Like, okay, that's a normal thing for teenagers to do. The thing is, Zoe's really smart. She literally decided, okay, once this girl leaves, I'm gonna literally go up and see what the heck she was doing. Because, like, who would I think that? Like, oh, yeah, that was just strange. Like, that's not normal. And then, like, her guy best friend and this other guy who calls himself Switzerland, Lewis, so he calls himself Switzerland, he's like, dude, I'm done with the bullshit, leave me out of this. But, you know, they're arguing because they're still in the middle of this heated argument. But she's like, I, she was mad at first and she was, like, caring about that, and now she's like, I'm like, she's caring about this. I'm like, this girl is one of those girls that you wish you had in any type of situation like this. Like, I'd be like, can, can I bring you with me wherever I go? You were like the smartest character in this whole thing. Please explain to me where I can find some of whatever courage and, like, whatever this is she has. Because I would be a little shaken at first. I'd be like, wait, what? Do I touch? Do I wait? I also be like, should I wait a few seconds to make sure she's not going to come back? Because I have trust issues, and I know people would, like, come back sometimes to make sure, like, they didn't just check to see what you did. And my thing is this, like, she's smart as hell. She's like, I'm not even going to waste time. I'm going to go do it and check it out now. I'm like, girl, I wish I had whatever you do, because it is awesome. Like, she is good. So, she's in the bathroom wiping off whatever got on her coat, and she's, I don't know if the word hallucinating or seeing her dead mother's ghost. I think from the figure that we see, her mother died from cancer, so it's cancer. And right now, in the cafeteria, they are about to have another Tom Colson. Another dude's like, why can't my Tom Colson go as well as other people's? I might not stop every five seconds to tell you every single detail. I might. We will see. Because I'm not sure. But I have to admit, I remember watching this movie. It's been a while, though. But I remember liking it. That's the one thing I do remember. And I might do a segment on here where I rewatch old TV shows and movies to see if it still hold up to my thoughts. But like I said, this was just like recent or far away, I can't remember. Like it was 
I watched it, but it's been a little while, but not that long. So it wouldn't qualify as that. And I, like, remember just seeing his clips and TikToks, and I'm like, okay. But, like, right now everyone's being calm. She's excited to leave because, like, soon she'll be out of there, and she'll be, like, in college, and high school will be over. I guess she's a senior. So, I will talk to you more about what is going on here with Nika. Okay. So. Right after I that. Okay. So, during the prom proposal, a white van. Yes, one of those creepy white vans that you think of. If you're thinking creepy white van, you'd be right. Just ran through, like, I want to say glass doors or a window, drove into the street. Literally, that's what just happened. And people are, like, ducking and trying to, like, get under because it's like there's glass. And it's kind of crazy that there is glass. So you need to, like, duck and cover, but the mask hasn't even happened yet. And I'm like, damn, like, they really hit you fast when they come through, like, it doesn't take their sweet time to get to the, like, focal point. It has a few, like, boring beginnings, but that's how high school feels like in the beginning. Like, you go to your classes, you go to lunch, you go to the bathroom. That's a basic, boring, normal high school thing. But then you hit the climax. And we haven't even gotten, like, that far into the movie yet. And it escalates pretty quickly. So this group of guys comes in, and you think it's one or two girls, or one girl. Zoe manages to get out of the bathroom and outside of the school. But she had a chance to escape, and instead she realized, hey, there's a group of kids about to head into the cafeteria where this group of guys are. She's like, no, I'm not going to be... One of those people, she decided, hey, I'm going to go tell you. There is people in this school who have bad weapons. We, you all need to leave. And she's like, I'm going to go tell other people to block their windows, get out, do what they need to do. Funny thing is, another girl's like, I'll come with you. I'll help bang on the windows, let them know. Because at this point, I don't think anyone knows yet. Because they haven't really filmed it or started it. And at one point, the guy that is her best friend, and maybe love interest, ends up being the cameraman for the guys, and he's like, okay, I'll do it, just calm down. Like, he forced everyone in the cafeteria to post, like, see what their followers were on social media, because he's like, we want to be famous. We want everyone to know our names, who we are, what we did. We want to have the worst impact. And of course, he's actually like, has one of the most followers. And I think he also does like school news and stuff. So he like knows a lot of people. And right now, Zoe, in this part, is banging on the windows and another girl's helping her. And there's a security guard trying to like figure out what does he do. Because I think, or, or he's a janitor. 
I, I'm not sure. Might be a janitor or security guard or like a little bit of both because sometimes uh, that happens. And I'm just like, this group of people <laughs> are asking for everything that's going forward. I'm like, oh boy. But I just love the fact that Billy's like, I had a chance to escape, and instead she wasn't even thinking that. She was thinking, like, well, she was. She was like, at first, she was like, yes, I'm out of school. I can leave. And then she was like, oh no, there's people coming, there's people in the school, and no one knows yet. She's like, I've got to do something. And I'm like, thank you. I have been wanting to see a movie where someone, like, goes against the other bad guy and tries to fight them off the best they can without getting people hurt. And I'm like, thank you, because that is exactly what I've been wanting to see for years in a movie like this. Not just people sitting around and waiting, because that's what they're told to do. But to take some action. And she could have sat around and waited. She would have, you know, been gone by now because she was in the bathroom. She escaped, dig through the wall, climbed it, and I find it pretty amazing, like, instead of just being like Willow Wentz, which some people can be, she just, she lets this group of people know, like, hey, there is something going on, instead of them just letting them go in the school. She had a clear shot of getting out of there, and she instead just wanted to help. That's one of my favorite things about her character. Okay. So we just got past the part where he sees how many followers they all have. And like I said, the best friend has like over a thousand. Live viewers. It was live. <laughs> like how many people alive are watching. Well, Zoe, your girl Zoe here, decided to literally break a classroom window. And the teacher's like, Zoe, that is so inappropriate. She's like, listen, this is not a school break. There are bad people in the cafeteria with weapons. This is not a joke. Go. So they walk through the front door and they scrape through the window. That is smart. And because these other people are preoccupied with the cafeteria, they don't really know that anyone knows about it quite yet. Like, I don't know if anyone in the school knows that there's, like, that going on quite yet. Because, like, it just happened. And she got there before, like, the alert went out. So she was like, yes, I knew it before they, like, got told. Like, because, you know, schools go on lockdown most of the time when they hear it. She beat them to it at that point. But the thing is, the security guard, he had his pants. Yeah, I, I think there was, like, a part where, like, the guy uh, shot at him and let's just say it freaked him out. Like, school security guards, I don't know if they ever get anything like that too often. But I love the fact that the teacher was like, whoa, like, he didn't even question her after she was like, this is not a joke, we need to go, now. And he's like, okay, everyone shuts their door, barricade it, and let's get out the window. And there's like two girls there trying to help each other. And because it was senior prank week, she's like, this is not a prank. And I'm just like. Wow, he flipped a switch real quick. And this is the same one, I think, in the beginning, he was, like, in a bad mood already because of the senior prank. So, we will continue to watch it.
stop giving you like every little detail at this point because uh, this is just what I'm doing with today because I haven't written, I should have written a review on this movie when I watched it because it was so good, but I was just so into it. So, when she was trying to get all the kids out because this was taking too long and they showed like, hey, this is live now, people are noticing, Zoe, too smart for her own good, pulls the fire alarm and I'm like, thank you. Because then people think it's a fire, but at the same time might not be good. But it's alerting people to, like, there's a problem. And the dude's like, hey, Anna, can you, like, fix this? Because that's one of the girls' names he's helping in, which I hate when it's my name. Smells like shit. And they're trying to build a wall with tables. So they are folding the tables over, like you would when you try to put them away or stack them or use like your auditorium or lunchroom for something else because some schools don't have like an extra auditorium i went to an elementary school where the gym and the cafeteria i believe or the hallways were sometimes our gym because we didn't really have a gym and i went to a school that had a gym it, it can be it depends on the school i forget he came up to build a wall he also made jokes about the nazis and how he's not one and I just, I, I want to slap him so bad. It's his attitude that just gets me so annoyed. He's not a stupid bad guy, which is also annoying, because he's actually pretty smart about the way he's handling things. I'm like, great, you're actually smart. Don't say anything stupid, okay? Because he plans out every little single detail to a T, and I'm like, oh, gosh. But I guess the good thing is, for Zoe and him from a movie standpoint, that's good. Because then they're equal in, like, the fact they're both really smart and good at, like, figuring things out. So, they can kind of, like, go off of each other. But it's so annoying when he just gets so cocky at times. And I'm like, really? You're smart and cocky. But it's not even the fact that he's, like, smart that's the problem. It's the way he comes across. So rude. And I'm like, okay. The way you're saying it doesn't even sound like you're being smart. You're being rude. And excuse me for my bad language. I don't know if cocky's bad or not. He's definitely being like a, oh, I know everything. I'm a smart guy. And poor Lewis. I'm not really sure how he feels. That's the best friend's name. He is standing there holding the camera, videotaping all of this, and he's like, if I don't get it fixed, I'm getting hurt. He's already hurt two people, or a handful of people, in the cafeteria, so everyone's like, you know he's going to do it, so let's just do what he says. And there's a couple other guys in there that haven't really been seen yet. One has curly hair, they've shown him like him, and then there's like this big guy that I can't tell if he's from high school or like a couple years past and he just is like I don't know this movie's not stereotypical so it's interesting to see this but the main dude which I can't remember his name for the life of me I'll look it up after I'm done watching these videos and give you like the descriptions on like Wikipedia or like a trailer 
but I just love the fact that Joey was like, I better pull this alarm so people have an idea of, like, maybe something's wrong. But is that better or worse? Let me know in the comments below. Is pulling the alarm better or worse? I feel like it was a smart move that she was like, I need to get people out here. So she just thinks like that. So she wants to save all the people she can and get them safely out of there. And I think that's very nice of her. And she's not trying to be a hero. She really just doesn't want to see that happen at her school. She's like, everyone's like, oh, you're a hero. She's like, I'm not a hero. I just did what I thought was right. But I think she's a hero. But she's not like that. She wants to be like, oh, I think I'm a hero because I did this. She ain't looking for that. She's looking for help. Like, I'm going to help these people who need it. Okay, this bad guy is too smart. I can't stand him. Like, he's just too smart. I hate it. He literally created a fire in, like, an abandoned barn area where he knew no one would get hurt. So, police and fire trucks and ambulances are all over there right now. Like, thank you for being so smart. Did you have to be that smart? No, thank you. Please go away. And the alarm got stopped because Anna decided to hit it with a wrench and she uh, shot the alarm. She shot an old man. And it was like, really? An old janitor? That's what you have to do? Like, really? Like, he had white hair and you can tell like he's been there for like a while, I'm guessing. That's just like, you've got to be kidding me. I can't stand that chick. They might have the same name, but she is just so evil. Not even like, Disney villain evil where they're like, likable evil, just plain evil. And now like, Zoe's like, what the heck? And people are like, telling her, you should come with us. She's like, no, I gotta go warn everyone else in this school because they think it was a prank. Because they do. They think it's another prank because the fire alarm stopped immediately. And now she's like, I have to go out all these rooms, tell all these people to get out. I'm just like, okay, girl. The teacher's like, come back. You can't do this alone. She's like, if I don't do it, who's going to? And I'm like, yeah. And I forgot about the barn because I was like, they showed it in like a few seconds. And they didn't really like show anything else. And now I get it. Like, oh. I've seen it in the picture, I'm like, really? Really, movie? When bad guys are so good at being bad, it's really weird. I'm used to, like, the terrible bad guy. So, like, I guess, no, I don't like him, but, like, he's too smart. Which is the unfortunate thing, is, like, if you're, either he's smart or the person working for him is that smart. And it's like, dude, really? You gotta be that smart. No, that is not okay. None of what you are doing is okay. You just want fame. I don't know, create something. Make an invention. Go make funny videos. Join an app. I, I, I just don't know. And before you go, oh, but they might have been bullied. Yeah, I was bullied a lot. I was in special needs. I was a girl, a redhead in an area that people apparently don't like redheads that much. I was also a stepchild. <laughs> and people made fun of my dead mom. 
Yes, I know what bullying is. I've been there. Whole. Even college. And I never did what they're doing. What they're doing is very scary. Don't do that. Ever. But let's continue and see how our girls are doing. If you can't tell, I really like my characters. I find her interesting. I think because her mom died and she feels like she has nothing left to lose, she's like, I don't care. Like, you all go get safe. I don't care about me as much. I'm gonna go help as many other people. And I think she's like, if I get her in the process, at least I save more people than just one person. And I feel like that's kind of cool of her. So I took my headphones off for this part because I have to keep them backing on, backing on, on and off, on and off. I know backing on isn't a thing, I just said it because I don't know. Zoe goes to her room, says, hey, you need to get out of here. They wanted to lock her and she wound everyone up easier. And they're like, are you staff members? She's like, no, but this isn't a place and please listen to me. Well, out of the blue, there comes Anna with her, you know what, and starts shooting at her. And her mother's dead ghost thing tells her to hide over there. She's very smart though. Zoe, before her mom said that, open up a locker. These lockers were tiny. So there's like two tiny lockers. Ours were bigger than that, which was amazing for us at the time. Use it to keep from getting hit in two battle places and then see you. Keep your little feelings shut up. There's balloons everywhere. She also puts them out and I want to say what was Greek because they trapped the school. I feel like they trapped the school like they would in Home Alone. Like they trapped it so like people would fall and slip and they would be caught easier and like hurt more. And I'm like, dang, she got out of it. She like was like slipping and she was like, I just blew this and she's like, what story? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, you go girl. Thank you for being you because dang, I wasn't expecting that. And now this is where it gets interesting because her and Anna have like a huge blowout, like a huge fight. And here's the thing. Zoe actually runs the fight. Goes up. And Anna is no longer around. Like, at all. Like, I think she passed away. If I remember. I could be wrong. And she also stole Anna's walkie-talkie. Knowing it would help her in the long run keep an ear out for where they are, what they're doing, and what they're saying. I found this part kind of cool. I would suggest watching this movie, definitely, if you like this thing and want to see, like, someone finally, like, stand up to people like this. Because I've never seen a movie where they actually did that. They were just like, go hide. Like, go in your classroom and hide. And I'm like, okay, are you going to do anything else? Now we're all just hiding? Okay. Is there anything you could do to leave the room? Get out of it, will ya? You know? Run away? Like, leave? That'd be great. Someone to fight back? Anything. This movie is one of those. Where you're like, hey, finally! Someone is fighting back, telling these people that they want you to be in small spaces and not leave. So, she's like, you need to escape through the window, leave if you can, run, hide, get out. Like, 
they are literally trying to keep everyone in the state of perfect. It's not like, thank you, those will be when they come. You actually just tell us that we need to literally get out of here or we're going to end up in a very bad ending. Like, at least, like, thank you. And of course, the cuts are in the papers. Like, this is that type of movie. Like, so far, I don't, I think this, I've only seen a handful of, like, I don't even know what to expect of this particular movie. And I'm just like, Ugh. Like, thankfully, as of right now, I don't think anyone died that I could tell. It was maybe wounded badly, which is not good, but, like, you got, like, a very big group of people already out of that state because these classrooms are pretty big. Like, this is a high school. Or middle school. It's either a high school or a middle school. I'm pretty sure it's a high school. And I'm going to continue watching, but I'm not going to poke my head through the thing. Get him on my nose because he's annoying as hell. I feel like it's like another you go girl moment. So the one of the bad guys literally... classroom, there's no other way to literally get around that. Uh, he has her walkie-talkie went off that she stole from the person, Anna, who is no longer there. He is, has enslaved her to her body, but he uses Sandy Sir's crazy lyrics track against her. I think it's one of those tracks. Either that or they're singing a prank. Pretty sure it's one of those and he switched and slides, and, like, he literally hides the both times, so when Anna and her were fighting, she hid, while she thought she was in balloons, because there's, like, a whole crazy room filled with balloons, and he jumps on her, and then with this guy, she makes him think she went in there, but she knew she hid, and then was in there, like, girl is smart. Like, these are one of those people that you do not want to mess with, ever. Like, you would have seen the good side. And I'm like, good girl, actually. She's very good at, like, tricking you guys into, like, she didn't want to, uh, make Anna no more. She's like, just stop! And he's like, never, and then Anna's like, okay, now he's just like, done, just run on. Yep, that's the thing. And it's just kind of like, dang girl, you're outwitting these crazy witted like these these bad guys are pretty smart and she's outwitting them right now. Um, not but only thing is Anna isn't answering her walkie talkie, which means the head leader of the group will be mad. Girl takes them down with using the high the fire hydrant like I guess that stuff that puts out fires, and then hits him with the metal part, and then literally handcuffs him to a chair. Yeah, this girl has some fight. She didn't even need what you guys were using just to get what she wanted done. She's smart. If you could die, I get it, like, hey, she's a really interesting character. And I think this is the moment where I heard her do talk, and he's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, because everyone kept picking on me and bullying me and calling me names. 
And I think I had like a one on one one or I might have taken this and realized what he was doing was really stupid and decided to start helping her without them knowing he was helping her. And it's just like, yeah, he's out there. Like, he's out there for the dude that I can't remember his name. They kind of know each other, but don't know it right. Like, it's one of those situations where, like, you know some people in your school, but you don't know them personally. And it's just like, oh, okay, you're one of those people that, like, I kind of know, but not really. The guy's name is Hector. And it's like, because I'm doing this because people pulled down my pants in front of the entire auditorium with all these people. And ever since then, he's an outcast. And I feel bad for him. Bullying is not okay. You never know what happens to a person you bully. It could ruin them traumatically. I know from being bullied and abused and a bunch of other stuff, I have PTSD from it. Because it was surreal. And let me tell you, you gotta be careful with what you say and do to people. Some people that you don't want to be treated. Do you think you would want that? No. But she's also like, dude, get over it. You're only, you're 18. You could have left. You could be done high school. Move on. She's like, I hope you rot in hell. Like, you're literally cold-blooded murderer. And right now, he's like thinking, like, this is right when he starts to think, like, should I even be doing this? Should I help her? Be like, a sponsored other child. Like, He's, like, this is when I feel like his head's spinning, and I'm like, yeah, I can see it. Like, he might have realized he took it too far. So sadly, a girl named Amy Kim died in those arms in the bathroom, and all she knew was she had choices and wanted them to give in. And unfortunately, I think that was right before she realized I have to do what I have to do. I have to save these people and help them. And also get out. Get these people out. I think that was like right before she like realized what she has to do. It's kind of sad because she talks about it later. Okay, I found Wikipedia page. Ah, here we go. High schooler Zoe Hall struggled to come to grips with her death of her mother. Jennifer, talking her relationship with her father, had become strained. On the way to school, Zoe Williams had to risk reckless planning and poor supervising skills, but righted it off with a bang. At school, Zoe's best friend Lisa jumped out for the prompt, but it backfired, and Zoe reached for the bathroom when armed police pulled up. Around town, several incidents devices are set off, distracting first responders and clogging up the way. A van crashes into the school cafeteria, carrying four school shooters. The leader, Kristen Boyd, orders his accomplice, Chris, Anna, and Chip, to begin killing students. Lewis, who has access to the school's Facebook page, is taken with live streaming. Kristen Zoe crawls through the bathroom ceiling, 
is able to escape the school, he begins morning schooling and helping them escape. Jefferson calls the front office to alert the Manchester students because school protocol requires them that the shooting be confirmed. The school principal and the security guards are now sent to the cafeteria to investigate. The principal attempts to talk to Jefferson instead, blaming himself for Jefferson's rage. However, Jefferson admits his only motivation is to cause mayhem. Jefferson kills the principal, but allows unarmed security guards to escape, commenting on how unprepared the guard was for Manchester students. With the situation finally confirmed, the front office calls Lawson. Sheriff Kelsey sends a coordinated response to the shooting, but it's too difficult. An explosion in the front office kills the police officer who responds. Anna attempts to police further the damage, but along the way she encounters Lewis. Anna is killed in the resulting fight. A police officer arrives. murdered his mother. The media picks up Lawson, much to Jefferson's delight, and has begun removing students from their classroom where they are sheltered and safe. Chris encounters various students, police officers, but is quickly subdued. Handcuffed, Chris admits his motivations are disturbing or for bullying incidents that occurred in middle school. Zoe points out that Chris has murdered several innocent students, but nothing could be further from the truth. Zoe contacts the sheriff and tells him that he needs to direct the media to move away from the school so that he can safely encounter and evacuate students. Sheriff Christie calls Christian live on air to Christian soon realizes the ruse. Christian demands Zoe reveal herself, threatening to kill hostages every five minutes if she does not. Zoe returns to Chris, who expresses remorse for what he has done. As punishment for his crime, Zoe has Chris ambush Christian, and in the ensuing chase, outleads Chris dead and Lewis injured. Zoe escapes the school. Zoe cuddles Lewis and reveals that she has feelings for him, but that she has had a hard time expressing them. Lewis warns her that the van in the cafeteria is filled with explosives. Chris is sent to kill Zoe, but he is instead killed by Lawson, who has taken a sniffing Christian outside the school. Right before Christian Zoe ties up Lawson, telling Christian that she is the one people will remember, not him. Christian rigs the van to explode and escapes with a single hostage, Anna tells Chris. Zoe removes the van from the cafeteria by putting the sheriff, ship in reverse and jamming the gas pedal, which Chris lights first. It explodes in the vacant parking lot. Zoe then calls Christian, but is mistakenly arrested by SWAT. Outside the school, Zoe meets Sheriff Clark, P-A-R-S, 
conventional software apps that have been called persistent dynamics billions of their stocks as their members rise and restrain the relationship. Afterwards, those whose systems wired into the world have staked his own death to Billy Richie's Godfather Tony Lentil Institute system as he retrieves a host of money and a passport. Having standing over him, Billy lectures him to meet up, telling him that it's what he deserves for what he has done. I'm going to see what else people have been saying on this movie, just to get an idea of what other people say. Okay, in the very beginning, the the woman who works in the front office doesn't believe it's a school shooting. She believes it's a prank. You know, finger prank is, I guess, is a thing he... Michael is either pulling a prank because he wanted to graduate. And I was like, half of the school was like, we're not going to bother. We want to graduate and get out of here. And I'm like, yeah, because we also did the balloon thing. One of my classmates, I think it was my brother's class who did it. One of my brothers. Well, she thought it was a prank and didn't believe him, so they tried to go and confirm it. I listened to mass shooting safety expert Greg Sam speak on Ron Titan's butt. To get an idea of what others have said and how logical this movie is. From a movie standpoint, it is good. For a shooting movie, I don't know. That's why I'm hoping this ends. Like, it has the action. It has, like, the anti- the, the bad guy, the good guy. The ending you want. Because, like, she chases him down. And Lily goes, this is what you deserve for killing all those innocent people. And you thought you could get away with it, but I'm not letting you. You're not getting away. And now I'm trying to make sure, like, from a logical standpoint, if it makes sense. From a movie standpoint, it is a good movie. If you want to watch, like, a good movie with action, and it does make you want to cry, and then you get happy, and then you're excited, and then you're mad and sad, and you don't even have emotions throughout this movie because you're like, I can't believe this is, like, hurting these people and how big school shootings are. It's so sad to think how many lives have been lost because of them. And the happy part is the fact that this girl takes it into her own hands and is trying to save the others. And yes, like, I know about Columbine. If you ever want me to talk about it, I will. I know about the Florida, uh, the elementary school one. I know about most of them, and it's sad that this Ron Tyne has to cry so bad. This, from a movie standpoint, it's a good movie. From an aspect of the shooting, it is so sad and so angry. makes people angry that it still happened to this day. And I've been looking up, how do you survive this? How do you survive that? Because I'm scared too. Like, people are scared now. Like, even when I was in school, it was a scary thing. So, like, I'm going to listen to a few excerpts on, like, this, the, the other side of it, not being a movie, but being like real life and what really happened. Like, it's a good movie. But from their standpoint, let's see if we can find out if this is logical, bad, good, if, like, this movie makes sense 
because there's some people who don't like you and say, like, that wouldn't really happen. And then there's others who are like, yeah, it would. So, I'm gonna look them up and see how that goes. So, I took my headphones off for this part because if I have to keep them backing on, backing on, on and off, on and off, I know backing on isn't a thing, I just said it because I was bored. Zoe goes to her room, says, hey, you need to get out of here. Zoe wanted to lock her in to round everyone up easier. And like, are you staff member? She's like, no, but this isn't a prank. Can you please listen to me? Well, out of the blue, there comes Anna with her, you know what? And starts shooting at her. And her mother's dead ghost thing tells her to hide over there. She's very smart, though. Zoe, before her mom said that, opened up a locker. These lockers are tiny. So there's like two tiny lockers. Ours were bigger than that, which was amazing because I was surprised. Used it to keep something hit in two battle places and then to use. These are all crazy setups. There's balloons everywhere. She also took some out, and I want to say what was sweet because they trapped the school. I feel like they trapped the school like they would in Home Alone. They trapped it so like people would fall and slip and they would be caught easier and like hurt more. And I was like, dang, she got out of it. She like was like slipping and she was like, I'll get through this and she did. What story movie? Yeah. And I'm like, you go girl. Thank you for being you because dang, I wasn't expecting that at all. And now this is where it gets interesting because her and Anna have like a huge blowout, like a huge fight. And here's the thing. Zoe actually wins the fight. Zoe's up. And Anna is no longer around. Like, at all. Like, I think she passed away. If I remember right. I could be wrong. And she also stole Anna's walkie-talkie. Knowing it would help her in the long run keep an ear out for where they are, what they're doing, and what they're saying. I found this part kind of cool. I would suggest watching this movie, definitely, if you like this stuff and want to see, like, someone finally, like, stand up to people like this. Because I've never seen a movie where they actually did that. They were just like, go hide. Like, go to your classroom and hide. And I'm like, okay, are you going to do anything else? Now we're all just hiding? Okay. Is there anything we could do to leave the room? Get out of the area? You know? Run away? Like, leave? That'd be great. Someone to fight back? Anything. This movie is one of those. Where you're like, hey, finally, someone is fighting back. Telling these people that they want you to be in small spaces and not leave. Because she's like, you need to escape through the window. Leave if you can. Run, hide, get out. Like, they are literally trying to keep everyone in the school on purpose. And I'm like, thank you, Zoe, for being on the line. She actually did tell us that we need to literally get out of here or we're going to end up in a really bad area. Like, I was just like, thank you. And of course, the classroom is a, like, this is that type of movie. But, like, so far, I don't, I think this, I've only seen a handful of, like, I don't even know what to expect of this particular instance. And I'm just like, eh. Like, thankfully, it's 
because of right now, I don't think anyone dies that I can tell. Aerith may be wounded badly, which is not good, but, like, we got, like, a very big group of people already out by Steve, because his class can get pretty big. Like, this is a high school. Or middle school. It's either a high school or a middle school. I'm pretty sure it's a high school. And, I'm gonna continue watching, but I'm not gonna build my heart station Sitting on my needle stick with mommy on it. I feel like it's like another you go girl moment. So the one of the bad guys literally um just uh getting into her classroom. There's no other way to literally get around that. Uh she decides her walkie talkie went off that she stole from the person Anna who is no longer there. She her use her body, but she sends her crazy witch that, uh, get, I think it's one of those classes, either that or just singing a prank, pretty sure it's one of those classes, and he slips and slides, and, like, she literally hides the both times, so when Anna and her were fighting, she hid, well, she thought she was in balloons, because there's, like, a whole creepy room filled with balloons, and she jumps on her, and then the witch, like, makes me think she went in there, but she knew she hid, and then was in there. Like, girl is smart. Like, she's one of those people that you do not want to mess with, ever. Like, you want to stay on the good side. And I'm like, good girl, honestly. She's very good at, like, tricking these guys into, like, she didn't want to, uh, make Anna know more, she's like, just stop, and Anna's like, never, and then Anna's like, okay, Molly's just like, done with you, why not, yep, that's her thing, and it's just kind of like, dang girl, you're outwitting these crazy witted bitches, these bad guys are pretty smart, and she's outwitting them right now, and it's just nuts, but the only thing is, Anna isn't answering her walkie-talkie, which makes the head leader of the group very mad. Girl takes them down with each in the hive the fire hydrant, like, I guess that stuff that puts out fires, and then hits them with half of the metal part, and then literally handcuffs them to a chair. Yeah, this girl has some, like, she didn't even need what you guys are using just to get what she wanted done. She's smart. If you could hire her as a coach, she's a really interesting character. And I think this is the moment point of like story her being talked and he's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, because everyone kept picking on me and bullying me and calling me names. And I think they have like a one-on-one -on -one moment where she ends up taking Jake realize what he was doing was really stupid and decided to start helping her without them knowing she was helping her and it's just like yeah she got you like she got you with silly little dude that I can't remember his name they kind of know each other but don't know it yet like it's one of those situations where like you know some people in the school but you don't know them personally and it's just like oh okay you're one of those people that like I kind of know but not really. The guy's name is Hector. 
And he says, because I'm doing this, because people pulled down my tools and burned them, I owe all this money to all these people. And ever since then, he was an outcast. And I feel bad for him. Bullying is not okay. You never know what happens to a person you bully. It could ruin them traumatically. I know from being bullied and abused and a bunch of other stuff, I have PTSD from it. Because it was surreal. And let me tell you something. You gotta be careful with what you say and do to people. Some people are you don't want to be treated. Do you think you will come back? No. But she's also like, dude, get over it. You're only you're eighteen. You could have left. You could you've done history. Move on. She's like, I hope you rot in hell. Like you're literally cold-blooded murderer. And right now, he's like thinking, like this is right when he starts to think, like, should I even be doing this? Should I help her? He like despises other side. Like he's like, this is when I feel like his head spinning the most. Yeah, I can see it. Like he might have realized he took it too far. So sadly, a girl named Amy Kim died in Billy's arms in the bathroom, and all she knew was she had choices and wanted them to be given. And unfortunately, I think that was right before she realized, I have to do what I have to do. I have to save these people and help them, and also get out of here. Keep these people out. I think that was like right before she like realized what she had to do. It's kind of sad because she talks about it later. Okay, I found Wikipedia here. Ah, here we go. High schooler named Zoe Hall struggled to come to grips with the death of her mother, Jennifer. Talking her relationship with her father caused to become strained. On the way to school, Zoe learned how to trick, suck with, planning, and force survive from fear. But writer it off as a prank. At school, Zoe's best friend Liz attends Baxter with Tom, but it backfires and Zoe leaves for the bathroom when Liz uses the restroom. Around town, several incident devices are set off, distracting first responders and clogging up the road. A van crashes into the school cafeteria, carrying four serial shooters. The leader, Kristen Boyd, orders his accomplice, Chris, Anna, and Chip, to begin killing students. Lewis, who has access to the school's Facebook page, is Kristen's tasked with live streaming. Christian Zoe crawls through the bathroom door, is able to escape the school. She begins warning students and helping them escape. Kristen calls the front office to alert the message to the students because school protocol requires them that the shooting be confirmed. The school principal and security guards are now sent to the cafeteria to investigate. The principal attempts to talk to Kristen Zoe, blaming himself for Kristen's rape. However, Kristen admits his only motivation is to cause mayhem. Kristen kills the principal, but allows unarmed security guards to escape. Commenting on how unprepared the guard was for an escape shooter, 
with the situation finally confirmed, the clerk's office called for action. Sheriff Hardesty sent a coordinate response to the shooting, but it proved difficult. An explosion in the front office closed the police offices to respond. Anna attempted to further the damage, but along the way she encountered Bert and was killed in the resulting fight. A police officer arrived. Arrived at Kristen's home only to find that he was had murdered his mother. The media picked up largely as much of Kristen's delation has begun on moving scenes from the apartment where they are sheltered in place. Kristen's home is very safe, police officer. It is subdued. Handcuffed, Kristen admits his motivation for the shooting was foreborn incident that occurred in middle school. Billy points out that Chris has murdered several innocent students who had nothing to do with the shooting. Billy contacts the sheriff and tells him that he needs to direct the media to move away from the school so that he can safely encounter evacuate students. Sheriff on Eric and threw by cover, but Kristen meanwhile is bereaved. Kristen demands Billy reveal herself, threatening to kill hostages every five minutes if she does not. Billy returns to Chris, who expresses remorse for what he has done. As punishment for his crimes, Billy has Chris ambush Kristen, and in the ensuing chase, Scout leaves Chris dead in a weird angle. Billy escapes the scene. Billy cuddles Luke and reveals that he has feelings for him, but that she has had a hard time expressing them. Luke warns her that the room in the cafeteria is filled with explosives. Chris is sent to kill Billy, but he is instead killed by Scout. He has taken a significant risk in outside the school. Right before Chris can Execute her. Billy hijacks the live stream, telling Kristen that she is the one people will remember, not him. Kristen rigs from behind her sword and escapes with a single hostage, Emery, towards Chris. Billy removes the room from the cafeteria by putting the ship in reverse and jamming the gas pedal with percolator. It explodes in the vacant parking lot. Billy then tries to kill Kristen but mistakenly arrested by SWAT. Outside the school, Billy meets Sheriff P.A.I.S. He thanks her for her actions and tells her Kristen died in an accident. Billy meets with her father, affirming their love and restoring the relationship. Afterward, Billy sees Kristen fired into the woods. She has faked his own death. Billy retrieves her father's hunting rifle and shoots Kristen as she retrieves a purse of money and a passport. Having standing over him, Billy lets Kristen bleed out, telling him that it's what he deserves for what he has done. I want to see what else people have been saying while you're doing this. Let's get an idea of what others have been saying. Okay, in the very beginning, 
the the woman who works in the front office doesn't believe it's a school shooting. She believes it's a prank. You know, senior prank week, I guess, is a thing he... My school, if you did senior pranks, you wouldn't graduate. And I was like, half of the school was like, we're not going to bother. We want to graduate and get out of here. And I'm like, yeah. Because we also did the bullying thing. One of my classmates, I think it was my brother's class who did it. One of my brother's well, she thought it was a prank and didn't believe them, so they tried to go and confirm it. I listened to mass shooting safety expert Grace Fonts speak on Ron Kaiden's site. To get an idea of what others have said and how logical this movie is, from a movie standpoint, it is good. For a shooting movie, I don't know. That's why I'm hoping this ends. Like, it has the action, it has, like, the anti- the, the bad guy, the good guy, the ending you want, because, like, she chases him down, and Lily's like, this is what you deserve for killing all of those innocent people, and you thought you could get away with it, but I'm not letting you, you're not getting away. And now I'm trying to make sure, like, from a logical standpoint, if it makes sense. From a movie standpoint, it is a good movie. If you want to watch, like, a good movie with action... And it does make you want to cry. And then you get happy. And then you're tired. And then you're mad and sad. And you definitely have emotions throughout this movie. Because you're like, I can't believe this dude's like hurting these people. And how big school shootings are. It's so sad to think how many lives have been lost because of them. And the happy part is the fact that this girl takes it into her own hands. And is trying to save the other and yes, like, I know about Columbine. If you ever want me to talk about it, I will. I know about the Florida, uh, the elementary school one. I know about more children, and it's sad, which is why I'm trying not to cry so loud. This, from a movie standpoint, it's a good movie. From a aspect of the shooting, it is so sad and so angry makes people angry that it's still happening to this day. And I've been looking up, how do you survive this? How do you survive that? Because I'm scared too. Like, people are scared now. Like, even when I was in school, it was a scary thing. So, like, I'm gonna listen to a few experts on, like, this, what's the other side of it? Not being a movie, but being, like, real life or what really happened? Like, it's a good movie. But, from their standpoint, let's see if we can find out if this is logical, bad, good, if, like, this movie makes sense. Because there's some people who don't like it and say, like, that wouldn't really happen. And then there's others who are like, yeah, it would. So, I'm gonna look them up and see how that goes. Turns out, this guy, mass shooting safety expert Grace Fonts on from Ron's site, Ron Kaiden's site, actually worked on the film and he did the scene where they gave the fire alarm based on actual events. So some of these might have been like actual events that happened in the past, is what he's saying, and how like response times have been, because they have to confirm about this, it takes a lot longer than it should. 
And so he's like, you need to like work on that and try to get it better where you're responsible. And a lot of the times, this thing happens because they are a people who either work at the school, know someone in the school, or go to the school. So they're like, they have like a passion, and it's like, we need to work better on this. And he's like, the response of finding out when it is can make the process go better for the other people. So he's like, we need to work on that. He talks about how, like, some people who do this may have some mental problems and need help. And unfortunately, they don't always get it. Not every person who is mentally disabled is like, I have an intellectual disability and I'm not like this, but not all of us are the same. The thing is, like, the principal comes in and goes, you have a problem with me, not with your classmates. Please, let's just go talk this out. He tries to, you know, use logic and reasoning, and it's actually make a point, like, sometimes that doesn't work. At all. Like, he's like, sometimes you need to do more than what you can. And, like, I get that, because, like, when you're... It could be a big issue where some kids slip under the rug and they don't realize these kids need more help than what they can even legally give them. And so they're like, what do we do? How do we help them? And this kind of like feels like it's based on like a couple of different real events that have happened. Because like, he's like, your problems with me is what I did to you and like, this sounds familiar. I don't want to go through every little, you know, every school problem. Do I like forfeiting pets in the mail? And my god, they asked for someone work on this project. Who works in that field yet? Did I always want to see, like, someone stand up for the bad guys and be like, I'm going to fight for these kids, help them out? Yeah, that was good. Optical? I don't know. Which I know they keep working on that. But it does make sense. Like, sometimes you reason with people and sometimes you can't. So trying to talk logical to them may or may not work. It could have the opposite effect than you want. And in this one, he's like, oh, he did really help me. He tried, but he failed. Like, you have a perfect record every... Helping every student, one student at a time, and... He's like, you didn't help me. Like, the mean guy in this family. And I love how this guy, the stupid guy, the Daily Wire, he is explaining it so well. I would suggest listening to it or watching it. It gives you movie clips. It gives you, like, what they wanted to add and talk about and how he kind of helps with the movie. So he talks about how some teachers do not know the lockdown code, and not every school does it the same. One teacher pulled out, like, some of the students were cut out of the thing that I was watching, pulls out the handbook and is reading it and telling them what to go, and he's like, that will delay your time of getting out and getting your kids safe and telling your kids where to go. You need to know it by heart, which is a hard thing for teachers to do. Now, while I'm pleased with that, 
his teachers and officers. And it's just so, like, different things can really fuck your morale up. Like, not knowing how to do a lockdown. The police and the people not taking it seriously. People thinking it could be a prank because that has happened in the past. It really does show, like, different outcomes in a movie and situations. I think, like, pretty well. Like, they explain, like, what you should and shouldn't do and how, like, some things work and how others don't. So not everyone likes this movie. Some people see problems with the fact that Zoe was the only one in the puppet chair who got off because of the box and how about they didn't with Frozen and Fear. I've done that where I've been Frozen and Fear and they just go along with the picture they put. I'm also watching another person review this movie. Kind of... Okay, so there has been mixed feelings about this movie. Some people are like, it's horrible. Others are like, it's okay. About to say... Yeah, I find it's an okay movie. I don't dislike it, but at the same time, I don't know if I know all the political stuff behind the movie itself. Like, from what I heard, there's like a very political thing about the movie that people don't like from one of the people in the movie. And I'm like, okay, see, I don't know, bringing politics into a movie just seems weird unless it's a movie about politics. But I guess because it's about shooting there are politics I don't know I don't really like to talk about politics because it just ends up with people fighting and arguing and fighting and arguing like I said for movie Mondays I just watch movies I don't normally watch I review them give you my opinion Charlie likes an okay movie bad movie good movie great movie amazing super awesome it's totally watch it I like things do I know everything else in the movie about politics? No. Do I understand that this was a big problem in the world? Yes. Do I understand that I do not like it? Yes. Do I think they're trying to educate some people on this? Maybe. And so far two of the people I've been watching do not like it at all. So let's see if I can find anyone who does. I'm trying to like listen to some reviews to understand it more. Now I feel like I'm just going down a rabbit hole deeper and deeper that I need to like really download. Just like a theme. Like, no thank you, I don't need to go into like every little political detail thing about it. I just wanted to review a movie from Movie Monday. <sighs> but, I mean, as a parent, I'd be like the dad in this movie. Really? Anyway. Felix was got kicked out of the gun and shot one of the shooters trying to steal his daughter. Then she gets arrested, but they're like, well, can you do your thing? She's like, can you not arrest my dad? He's the only parent I have. And everyone's like, oh, okay, he was just trying to save people, too. It's, it, it's very confusing. The ending is to be like, fight violence with violence, which I don't get, but I'm like, you're also defending yourself, so it's like, from a movie standpoint, it's a good movie. From a political, happens every day, uh, it, it, it's, it's a no. It's too much for me. Like, 
you know, people say good movie. It has like a good plot, a good ending, it's not boring, they have like good characters, characters make sense, characters who actually think. From a movie standpoint, that's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about from the other side. When we go to the other side of this, we're going to be here forever. This will never end. So I'm going to tell you this. The movie from me is is a good movie. From the shooting standpoint, it's perfect. It's like, no, this should not be a thing. This should not be happening. I have a kid myself. I'd be freaking out. But like, just as a fictional movie, or I don't know if this even exists from completed events, but it like, ah. Those are my opinions on this really extra Tanaka bonus movie. Or an opinion. Because, dang. Like, at all. My head hurts. I think, for me, movie standpoint, good. Political point, no. It's all over the place. Because some people are bringing politics into their review, and that's not what I do with my movies. Okay, I hope y'all enjoyed this movie Monday. Please do not come at me because, like, the portal could help with this. Just from a standpoint of a movie. If you're, like, a filmer or a person who just talks about the movie and not everything that is, like, separate and, you know, all that. But I am watching some reviews just to get an idea of why some people don't like it, why some people do like it, why people kind of are iffy about Zoe. But I did what I did. I reviewed a movie, told you it was a movie you could watch. Now, if you have triggers, don't watch this. I don't even know if I should be watching this. I feel like I triggered something in me that I shouldn't have. Like, Girl in the Basement, I'm sure it's really watched because it's going to trigger my PTSD from problems I've had in the past. Because I've read about it a little bit. And my stepdad told me, like, you can't even watch this. I'll review things that will be out there. Maybe next week I'll do something sweet, like another kid movie or a comedy or a talk about other movies that I've watched. Do you want me to talk about other movies I've watched, or do you want me to like pick a better one? I might, you know, I might like that. Okay, reviewing old movies and shows I've watched. Some of them are outdated as heck, and they do not hold up well. And others. Things they just don't hold up well. I hope y'all have a good day. I am so sorry if this triggered anyone or upset anyone. Please do not come after me. I just want to give my opinion on a movie. And bless the movie I haven't seen. It clearly didn't know as much as I thought I did about this movie. Also, if you want, if you want me to talk about political points about the movie, let me know in the comments below. Or to get me to understand the political points is fine with me. I, I, I'm just super confused of all the political parts now. Okay, I'm tired. I might take a nap. No, I'll probably go make lunch. It's lunchtime. It's lunchtime? How long have I been? How long is this podcast? Okay, this podcast is either two hours long or I'm going to end up having to repeat two parts. Okay. Also, Look out for tomorrow for some juicy, true facts. Yeah. 
two plus one is equal to a. Please try and see a. Let me quickly check out my childcare for my kids channel for Wednesday and my kids YouTube. You can also find me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and a lot of other places. Have a good day.